I wanted to do. I wanted to bring one thing up too, because if you've been following us, you know my my uh, feelings about this. Um, and I wasn't able to talk about it um, last Sunday. Can I guess? Go for it, LeBron James. LeBron James, <laughs> welcome to LA, LeBron. <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 40th episode of According to Alan. I am your host, Alan Miskowski, joined, as always, with Josh Van Dyke. Hey, Josh. hey, 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 hey. So you're, uh, this is a little bit different. We finally got our podcast studio finished, and it is pretty crazy. Uh, the IV on the wall looks awesome, and the, uh, first of all, let me, let me put this. Josh, this is your brainchild. It is. I want to say that publicly. You came to me with some horrible sketch. Of what you wanted to do. We should take a picture of that we should and post it out. And that'd be a great Instagram post. And um, the only thing that's not in it is the taps that yeah. you wanted to put in. So why don't you tell the listeners what, what we, your what vision was. Going? What so your vision was. I wanted to create a beer garden. An outdoor beer garden indoors. Yes. And uh, we went with a board that's got some ivy hanging down it. Some, uh, some lights. Uh, kind of like Christmas lights, if you will. We got the uh, Edison bulbs going up to the ceiling, um, and it's looking pretty tits, if you ask me. <laughs> tits is a good way to explain it. We got uh, a tabletop uh, table in here, right? This yep. is a pub table, is yep. what they call it. Yep, pub height. And we've got now the TV. Mounted. Mounted. So this is really kicking ass, and you've been hard at work putting in all the audio uh, sound foam. I wonder how it sounds. You, you've got the headphones on. I don't have them on. How does it sound? It sounds good, but I would definitely close this door. Okay, well, let's close that door then. Because I'm feeling like I hear a little bit of echo, but it's still pretty cool. It's a little bit of inside, uh, inside baseball for you guys right now um, to be able to hear that. But, yeah, no, this is really coming up together well. We have not put any posts or pictures or anything up yet. Um, how does that make a difference? It, it, yeah, definitely the reverb's a little bit less, but I still hear the air conditioner. It's okay. I'll, I'll kind of tone it out with uh, EQ at the end. Cool. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so It'll sound good as always, folks. Either way, great job on the construction of this. It's fantastic. And uh, hopefully this gives us the green light to start booking guests. Yeah. Which is really fun. I know we've got a couple people that are, are behind the scenes. We've been really expanding fast. Um, we've got... Uh, a girl by the name, I, I, don't, I, I almost hate to let people know hmm. right now until it's official. Yeah, let's, let's hold on. Let's hold on to that. The one I can tell you is I hired a producer for the podcast because uh, time is getting crazy for me, and I've got to be pretty much somewhere every minute doing something. Um, and so having help with the, the, the coordination and the booking of guests is something I really desperately needed. And I found someone, I think... So Shannon, um, she's going to be awesome. I can't wait for her to start up pretty soon here. Um, we were, I would have met with her again Friday, but we were at Twin Cade that morning and just feasting. Oh, man, the food there is awesome. They wanted us to try all their food, so we uh, went there on Friday afternoon, and we were there around 11, and they made about 12 dishes because they've got a new wood fire uh, yep. oven. Yep. And that was incredible. Um, we the, pretty much got to try everything, right? Yeah, and let me tell you, I definitely recommend those buffalo nachos. The buffalo nachos were, those, say, say, what were they? They were tits. They were tits. 
Um, Real yeah. titties. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, those were incredible. I think um, the wood fire pizza. It was just across the board because they have a little bit of everything. I think the barbecue chicken one was my favorite. Mm. But Phil and Patricia, or Philip and Patricia, they're awesome. They do a lot of content stuff too, so check that stuff out. Um, but I'm looking forward. I'm really excited to see where that's going in the future. Uh, maybe doing an event there or something would be really cool. For sure. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. That's the one thing we're really looking forward to now is that um, with, the, with the progression of the studio and the office, we are now feeling better about having people in the office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. So I think uh, we have it tentatively. We've teamed up with Angie Williams of Spark Change now. She's an awesome person. And she uh, held us through some, like, what was that? What would you consider that class? Like a coaching class? Yeah, that was back in at, at your house. At right? my house, yeah, yeah, a couple months ago, um, and that she was incredible. It was cool, I, man. That, that the momentum of that class carried us over, and it was just pretty much taking us through as a team and asking everybody what their goals and expectations were and how we can kind of coach that up. And she's awesome. I've known her for a few years now. We uh, she used to work at United Way and. Um, awesome person and she's really organized and great and uh, we've teamed up with her to hold our first house or open well, office warming party office warming party yeah it's so we'll a, be, it's a working time we'll be having that july 26th <laughs> so that's kind of nice to have a deadline um in play so people can start coming and checking this out um we'll probably have food um Hell we'll yeah. have alcohol yep. and uh we'll just uh, just be chilling Throwing it, throwing a bash. It'll be on a Thursday night, and uh, I'm excited about that because it'll be the first time we're actually hosting something here in the space. If you haven't seen it, it's about 2,000 square feet. Um, for most people, up till probably about yesterday, it's been pretty bare bones. Uh, we still got a couple real deadlines that we got to hit, um, but other than that, I mean, I think it's making pretty good progress. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's coming together. Yeah. Especially because of where I mean, from where we started with nothing. This is. It's, look, it's looking cool. Yeah, yeah. So take that date, put it in your calendar. You want you want to don't want to miss it. Yep. We've got the local two and nine uh, sign now back on the wall in the front there. So that's really cool. That's going to be up against the brick. And um, it's just been a crazy week. I know Friday we went to the um, Crown Brewing ten uh, year anniversary, mm-hmm. and that was that was another one that was just a party. Always. A blast. I got way drunker. I think that's the drunkest I've ever been at one of these fe- films. That yeah. filming sessions. How was Slater feeling? Uh, I, th- from what I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I know he slept here. That yeah, I can tell you. That sounds um, about right. But I, it was, uh, it was just a shit show. Um, it, it's the Bryans are awesome, and uh, they had a great band there, and it was a great environment, and they had so many different collaborations on tap that it was just, it was a reason to celebrate. Saw my boy Steve Howe over there, great guy. Um, which, which brings me up to the point: if you see me at these things. Say what's up. I was listening to the Hey My Man podcast a couple uh, days ago, and Dave, uh, and, a, and a gentleman who follows us on Instagram, I've never met him, Nate Show, I, apparently they, they were at Pints in the Park, and they saw us, and they didn't come up and say hi, and I yeah, really wish right. they would have. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, I mean, if you recognize me, please feel free. There's no way that's an awkward conversation. I really appreciate it. Um, and I especially being able to talk to a couple podcasters would be awesome. Yeah. You know? Heck yeah. Um, and the Hey My Man one's been going for a long time. I know they're pretty much the, I would say, the forefront of this. I mean, I didn't, it's crazy because, like, when we started podcasting, you really didn't know of many podcasts, and then we start podcasting. And they come out of it's nowhere. all you hear about. It's just nonstop podcasts. And they've been around forever, man. And, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that as, like, a knock to them, but they just been, they've been doing it for so long, and I, they, they're, 
I love, I love what they do. Their editing is great. Their content is usually pretty funny. Um, and those guys usually kill it. Uh, so my hat's off to them. And if you haven't listened to that one yet, please check that yeah, out. For That's sure. a really cool one. We try to give our love to as many podcasts as possible. Uh, I was really happy to see uh, digitally today that the Times covered our boys at Green Door Network. Hell yeah. That's cool. Joey was on the cover of that thing. It was funnier than That's hell. That's cool. And Stratton. Cool. You know, those guys are great. Um, always love seeing those guys and it's been a while they were on our podcast when they were on our sunday one a couple months ago too that was back at my house as well yeah that was a minute ago yeah awesome stuff though good times good times yeah, I, I, mean, I, I was on there teams. yeah i was on there i think I've, i don't know what episode i was but if you want to go back and check out the musically meditated podcast i was on with joey uh, a couple months ago and it's always awesome to see fellow podcasters getting pubbed the more people that listen to podcasts the better it is for everybody heck yeah you know we should definitely have those guys back on again yeah i'd love to have the hey my man guys on too i think that'd be awesome cool so if any of you guys are listening to this come reach out we'll tag them cool awesome yeah so uh the 10-year anniversary party, I know they had a collab with Burnham. They had their, 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 I know they, what else did they have there, man? It was just... That, what was that blood orange uh, beer? Oh, it was uh, in collaboration with the Roller Girls. Oh, really? The uh, Derby Dames? Yeah. Il- the, yeah. Uh, Ileana Derby? I don't, I don't remember I don't know name. their official name. I don't want to butcher it. But, the, yeah, they run around, and they, uh, those Roller Derby Girls are serious business. Man. I have a friend that, that, uh, that, that's on that team. Oh, really? Tria Cologne, yeah. Dude, you, can, you have to be a bad chick she's awesome she's stuff, she's cool yeah, yeah she's, like, she's cool as fuck for sure you can't be sensitive and play that sport no way you know um so yeah so that was an awesome one uh i know just seeing dave and hannah and zach and all those guys there and jerry uh it was it was incredible so um hats off to them for 10 years that video will be coming out the next day should next be day tomorrow yeah. i just finished the extended version um, that, and that's usually the hard one. Yep. I'm so, going to drop a track behind it, and we're going to be ready to roll. Perfect. So that'll be tomorrow. Um, be on the lookout for that. And then uh, I'll have a smaller version that'll be released across social media so let people know that it's available. Yeah. That's like the normal one that people have been seeing, like the 30-second one. So that'll be cool. And uh, this week, I think we, we, we have the Velpo Wine Fest on our event calendar, but I'm not sure if we're going to that or not. Yeah. <clears throat> we're about to start up all of our podcasts and so which is making everything real hectic yeah yeah but it's good it's a good hectic well at least i think so i think the if there's one thing i've learned in this time off is that you can't take any day for granted no nope 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 absolutely not <laughs> that's a real thing that's a real thing because if you say like uh yeah no i'll do it tomorrow or we're ordering that it'll be in, in a couple days that always turns into a week yeah. Always. And real so, fast. Real fast, man. And before you know it, it's like, shit, we haven't done a podcast in a month. So, <clears throat> and we've been doing this one, but we right. haven't been doing any one through the, with the public, which but I think is even, just as important. This has even felt weird because it hasn't really had a home. We've done it in like four different rooms since we've gone on break. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. it'll be nice to officially be back set into a routine again. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm really excited about it. I think I'm going to start... I'm going to start booking Bruisers first, mm-hmm. and uh, that's because that's what we designed the set for. Yeah, uh, and so it, that's also the one I'm the most <laughs> excited for. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that one's going to be really cool. Well, you're going to be able to hear the stories of anybody that's in the beer industry, which is awesome. <clears throat> yeah, from brewers to artists to chefs to we're going to try to have them all on um, to owners to brewers. It's awesome. Those yeah. are, and they're some of the coolest people I've ever met. Oh yeah, yeah. So we'll be pretty. I'm going to try to strategically place that throughout the week. Awesome. So if people bring in beers, 
it doesn't throw off everything, mm. <laughs> you know. Because you know it will. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It gets oh, yeah. out of control real quick. It does. As we but find that's out that at all these events. That's that community. It's great. Um, so I'm really excited about that. We do have a sponsor for that now. Um, tentatively, it is Rizzo Insurance. So that's an, uh, our first real sponsor for a podcast. That's what's up. Which is awesome. Uh, we've created all the graphics. We, we shot a promo. So that promo, as soon as we start booking people, that promo will be hitting social media, so you'll be able to see that. And that promo I'm really excited about because we filmed everything and, and recorded all the sound here. Everything was done in-house, which is really fun. <clears throat> yep. That's cool. You guys, you guys will see it. You'll love it. Yeah. I think the only real thing now that I really talk about from a local 219 side is the, uh, let's see here. Oh, the uh, courthouse video. Yeah, so what the a last monster time, that thing is. The last time we talked, I was listening to the podcast with Joe and Nate from last week. Yep. And I think it was at 8,000 views. And, and when I, I think when I came on today, it was at 24,000. So it tripled last in a I week. Saw, last I saw, it was at 21. Crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, even it's even jumped up three since then. Yeah. And that's been a few days. It's been shared 600, over 600 times. It's, it's been insane. liked over 400. It's awesome. I know uh, Dave Bryan, who's pretty much the, uh, the star of that video, he... He's uh, been said that he's been like people have been coming up and saying like I saw you in the video I saw you in the video I saw you in the video so all cool. week so he's been getting so hammered. Cool. Um, I was in it for one scene, so unfortunately I have not received the same love. No, I was in it for zero scenes, <laughs> but somebody had to fly the drum. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here we are. You got the money shots though. I did. I did. Yeah. So that's pretty much really the only local two one nine stuff to keep talking about. Other than that, it was Fourth of July this week and and uh how was yours it was uh, you know what i didn't really do very much on my fourth of july really i kind of took the we, well, we didn't work that day so i literally just was like holy shit i get to relax that's awesome yeah, we should we should have uh, talked about this before the podcast because that's really boring well i mean no i still <laughs> i so it turned into me not leaving zombie club till 4 30 in the morning but when was that during the day well on the fourth <laughs> okay what we're talking about right yeah, but that went from relaxing to full, full uh, I know, pedal I, to the metal. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the first half of my day, I didn't do anything. And then uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the beach because I think somebody's going to blow up fireworks over the, over the, uh, the water. But I, obviously, I didn't look at the uh, forecast. And as soon as I got into my car, just straight up bullshit thunderstorm. Mm. Like, I got the towels out. I got the blankets. I was ready to roll. And I pulled out of my driveway, and it just downpoured. So I pulled back into my house. And... Uh, put a, a, a Facebook post out and was like, hey, who's doing what? And one of my friends was like, I'm not doing anything. Come hang out. So we went out and we ended up going to Zombie Club and I left at like 4.30 in the morning. And it was a, a good time. The Zombie Club is the craziest place ever. It's insane. It's insane. It's really chill. And we, we're above it. So we hear it every single day. And we, we were friends with them guys down there. They're awesome. Fun as hell. Um, but it's like there's no closing time. <laughs> there's never a closing time. We've been up here at 4 a.m. and they're still raging. And I know there's been times where I've slept here and I got up at 6 and I still heard the music downstairs. Yeah. It's like they just don't give a shit. <laughs> and it's crazy because it's like it, it, it really starts to like take off around like 11 or 12. And then it just progressively just gets crazier and crazier. It does. All I, the way up until 4.30 in the morning. There was that one day, which we still have to do it, where we thought they'd be hilarious to because Josh you have what's the name of that app you have 
Which one? What are you talking about? The app that you use for the the. the um, oh, the uh, the Touch Tunes. Yes, you have touch the Touch Tunes app on your phone, and we are going to play "Sweet Caroline" from Neil Diamond ten times, ten in a consecutive row. times on their jukebox, and when it's the busiest. Right. And I went down there with a camera to see if we can capture it, but then someone noticed I had a camera, and instantly, like their radar went up. Yeah. And so from that point forward, it was like someone realized what we were up to, and then took it, then, then and intervened. Yeah. But we've got more for them. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, more for them. Don't you worry, guys. Yeah, We're that's coming just one. And that still idea still could work. So We just got to maybe don't bring the Osmo next time. Yeah. Because that really throws it off. Are you a fireworks guy? I like blowing, like, do I like blowing them up or yeah. like watching them? Or do you like, like watching them? Do you like blowing yeah, them they're up? They're cool. They're cool. I mean, I could take it or leave it. Yeah? Honestly. Like, if, if they were going to charge me to watch them, I'd be like, nah, probably not. But, I mean, they're, I like seeing them, yeah. Gotcha. I don't mind them. I just don't really care about blowing them off. But I do appreciate it when I finally do blow them off. But they're fun. I mean, they're fun. I just like, it's like people like those super loud ones, and, and I'm like, that eh, doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't do anything for me either. Uh, I do enjoy, though, I enjoy, I don't know, I, the, 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 by far the danger of actually shooting those things off the and hurting yourself. There's an aspect of adrenaline and anxiety to it that makes it semi-thrilling when it goes up and slam and pounds, right? Um, but I just never want to buy them, but I know people who do. Like last year we were, um, I will say this, after having a kid, definitely changing the perspective for me. Because it's five days in a row of fireworks and no one gives a shit about what time it is. No, right. No, so it's like at one point it's like midnight and they're still shooting them off and they're throwing bangers out there. It's like, guys... Not everybody's just chilling, you know? Yeah, we're on the 8th. Do you think they're still going to be happening tonight? They were crazy last night. Yeah. Crazy. Well, you know, the problem with it was is because the weather was so shitty on the 4th, everybody waited till the weekend to do it. That's true. That's true. So it's like, that, I mean, understandable. But you know what? If this shit's happening next weekend, come on. Yeah. G- give me a break. If it's, like, sub- if it's like the fucking 20th and you're still lighting off fireworks, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. And my dog, the older she gets, she just cowers now. Not a fan, huh? Not a fan. Um, she hates it. And uh, I was, so I haven't, my, my like subdivision Facebook page, We it started out in like really good standing and everyone trying to be cool. Yeah. But then like what happens to it, which I think happens to most Facebook pages that are community driven is like the four loudest, dumbest people take it over. Mm. And it's happened on that Facebook page. And it's just turning into straight bullshit. And I hope one of those four dumb people are listening because you are dumb. I mean, the <laughs> stuff that you complain about up there is just crazy. One person complained about someone rolling a stop sign and then calls this person out on Facebook, just like the worst person. You know, how dare you roll a stop sign in a subdivision? It's like, get over yourself. That's stupid. If that's your biggest concern in you've life, got, you've got problems. Come on, you know. And so, and like you have to go to Facebook to to like. Well, that's just this one. Thing? Of, so I actually, it was getting too crazy, and people, it just turned into so many, so much complaining that I got out of the group. You left. I left. It was just too much negative juju. And honestly, man, I don't want to have that negative perspective on people I live by. No, right. I'd rather just be numb to it, you know. So I at one point, but they're just lighting tits over there, huh? Lighting tits, dude. It's like one one day it's the kids throwing rocks in the pool or the pond and how bullshit that is, and then another one it's about rolling stop signs, and then um, it's another one about t- telling your kids to stay out of the lawns and stuff. It's like mm. it heard, feels like everything I didn't want to hear when I was twelve. I heard Amber talking about it. it. Said something about fireworks and some sort of fist fight. 
Well, that's what I was leading up to. Oh, my in, bad. In, it's all good. My bad. Thank you for getting to the point. Cool. So this, this uh, apparently in that group, the guy, this guy posted about it was like the fourth or the fifth of July or something. He was blowing off fireworks, and then got confronted by one of the neighbors, which we think it might be my neighbor. He goes out there and tells him to sh- cut the shit. He's got a dog freaking out in there. It's like it's like the guy, according to Facebook, it was like 8:30, right? So the guy's like, "Screw that! I should be able to be able to fire my fireworks off Fuck at any yeah, time, dude. you know." And then uh, I guess the guy got pissed off because now the debris coming in his yard and like the dog was barking, and I guess it turned into a fight, a, f- a physical altercation. That's hilarious. Crazy man. What a dick. Crazy. I don't know who the guy is because they didn't put the name on there, so I don't know which one it was. But, man, that brings out the worst in people, you know? What a pussy. <laughs> like, come on. The guy that's going to fight over fireworks. Yeah, like, why are you going out there like, and being dude, confrontational? Like, dude, it's the 4th of July. Anyway. That's the most un-American thing I've ever heard ever. in my life. Yeah. What, do you just hate our country? I do. You know what I did go to? I went to the, uh, so my 4th was at my parents. They had a pool, and I was on the grill. Your boy was on the grill. Hey, yo, come on. And that they thought I was good. It's like, you don't even know what JVD's capable of. Yeah, I like to smash that grill, dude, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you do. So I was, uh, I was on there for about three hours. It was a charcoal grill. That's Solid up, stuff. That's the way to go, charcoal. Not the utensils I'm used to, but it's sure. an, at the carpenter. The tools will make the carpenter, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. So I, I felt pretty good about it. I might have overcooked the, the skewers a little bit. From Drago Bobs. I, they follow us on all of our stuff. Never even knew what they did. And then... Um, I just—it's one of those names that you remember. Drago Bob's. Drago Bob's. Okay. Where's it? Where are they located? I guess they have a couple locations. One's in Cedar Lake, and they marinate skewers. Fire. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, they guess they're selling them at uh, Stop and Shop. My parents picked them up, and my mom was talking about them for like what felt like a month. You know. Okay. Um, but then I got a chance to try them, and it was super good. Fuck yeah. So I don't know where that was going except for an unnecessary plug for Dragobots. Hey, Dragobots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a great time, and it's always great seeing family. And then the day before that, I was at the Highland Parade because my cousin Cassie, who listens every week, so I want to give her a shout-out. That's what's up, Cassie. And uh, my cousin Jason, uh, they they live in Highland, and they uh, we, we went down and checked that out. And nice. We're neighbors. You are neighbors. That's what's up. Real close. I think they're on 43rd. One of the 43rds. I know there's like seven 43rds. I'm on Grace, so I'm not that far away. Grace and 41st. Cool. So you guys can meet up. Hang out a little bit. Yeah. Come say Um, hi. Yeah. It was the first kid one, so that was crazy. And I guess the, uh, they, now a lot of the parades are doing the no sirens thing with the fire trucks. So for kids who may may have special needs, I honestly didn't realize how, how much of a hot button issue that was until it didn't, was taken from people. You would have thought my like someone told my dad like uh, his favorite person in the world just got killed. But that's like that's like all I remember from being a kid at the is like the when the fire truck would roll by and hit that horn and just scare the shit out of me because it's so loud. Yeah, yeah. They that, were that not the allowed best. to do it. That was the best. And everyone was saying that that's what a parade is is all that stuff. Maybe I didn't parade enough when I was younger. Mm. I couldn't have told you the difference between the two because really? I just don't care. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't it's need to hear the weird. sirens. What's that? It's got to feel. It's got to be different. But it didn't. It didn't feel different to you. No. Hmm. But we did put footage of that. I know our other guy Matt. He was in Portage. He was doing that parade. It's really cool to see the uh, just overall when any when an entire group of people can get together and celebrate one thing. 
Sure. And so that's really cool. Um, so for that, I really enjoy it. From the fireworks side, again, like blow them off all you want. Fourth of July, I don't care. Um, I enjoy. Uh, I, I don't. I, I can't. This is a problem with public. In, in a conversation, you can just say like, "Oh yeah, he brought this over and we shot these off." But like, I don't know what's public. I can say or I can't say. I don't want to get somebody like in trouble, right? Because they brought over illegal fireworks and we were firing them off. So I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. But like when he brought it over and we shot him off, it was pretty fun. Yeah. You know. Sure. So. I don't know. I guess I'm impartial. I mean, they're cool, man. They're cool. But it's like, you know, and you know what is kind of a turnoff to me is they're so expensive. So expensive. And it's one and done, dude. It's like, awesome. There goes 80 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know Holy someone who shit. just spent a thousand bucks on them and not just a thousand bucks, but it was like black market thousand bucks. So it was like super cheap. Crazy. So he had a ton of stuff. Jeez. Yeah. So you're just talking like hours of blowing shit up. Yeah. We, there was two people, uh, there was a guy behind us that uh, you would have thought it was like Normandy over there. <laughs> Swear, dude, it was crazy. Those guys were probably blowing off fireworks for two hours. Jeez. Two hours. And just nonstop. Just and the shrapnel of it, dude, yesterday, uh, or two days ago, I think it was Saturday morning. I woke up and you lo- I looked out the backyard and you should have saw the amount of crap in their backyard. The guy at least was cool and like he was walking around picking up as much as he could. Um, mm. But it was wild, dude. I mean, some of these people would go crazy with it. It's fascinating. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's worth a thousand dollars. No. In my opinion, I would rather just go watch somebody else's for free. Same here. We did find out this year that we cannot fly drones into fireworks. Well, I mean, you can. But it just but doesn't look... It doesn't look nearly as cool as you think it would. No. And that's sad. Because yeah. I felt like in my mind that would have been awesome. In my head, it turned out... It, 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 my, the idea of the shot in my head was way different than how the outcome was. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I'm expecting yeah. to see like this really cool, like all the people on the bottom. and Nope, it's just pitch black and then a firework explodes. Unbelievable. Yeah. I guess it is what it is, huh? It is. So where does that put us, Josh? We're sitting about 25 minutes. 25 minutes. I wanted, to do, I wanted to bring one thing up, too, because if you've been following us, you know my, my uh, feelings about this. Um, and I wasn't able to talk about it um, last Sunday. Can I guess? Go for it. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> Welcome to L.A., LeBron. How did what I know? What a dick, How did dude. I know? <laughs> so funny. So hey, we, he's a Laker now. We finished, we wrapped up our podcast, and while we were sitting there talking about it last Sunday, that's when LeBron announced his decision to, to decision 2.0 to go to the Lakers. And I just really want to kind of cover why this guy is the biggest dick in sports. Real quick. <laughs> this is my thesis. Uh, he's the worst superstar in the history, and he just goes to prove it again. The only thing he could have done worse is go to Golden State. Oh my god. That would have been the greatest thing in the world. But just track so just just to end this whole conversation. Let's talk about his first time he left Cleveland. Okay, I'm going to go over the career arc of LeBron okay. James. And okay. I have this is not notes. This is just me off the top of my head going for his so arc. So you're talking him leaving going to Miami. Him going to Miami. Okay. The game he so I was in Cleveland watching it in a Cleveland bar when he quit on his own team. And took his jersey off in, 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 in the Boston Garden in game six of that Eastern Conference Finals before he left for Miami. So I saw him physically quit on his team and his city during that time period. Oh, my God. Then he makes a, a national televised you know, uh, press conference 
pretty much announcing that he's breaking up with the city live, which is incredible. Which is hilarious. Dude, think about how crazy that is, right? He breaks up with a city. Nobody. So then he goes to Miami. He, of course, he talks about not one, not two, not three, not four, the infamous stuff. Um, but then he gets to Miami, and so we'll say, okay, he takes the villain thing pretty good. At this point now, he's kind of like a heel of the, the NBA, brings a lot of people in. I see the value of it. Really cool. But what drives me insane is that he comes back to Cleveland under this guise of, I'm coming home, and I'm bringing it back to Cleveland. Yeah. That is all bullshit. The only reason he left Miami is because Chris Bosh was two years out of the being out of the NBA, and Dwayne Wade um, was barely could walk yeah. anymore because yeah. his knees are so bad. So it's like, okay, the writing was on the wall. If he would have stayed there, they would have been in real turmoil. Well, yeah, he's the only guy at right? that point. So what happens? His old ball club has a few number one draft picks. One of those is Kyrie Irving has a better uh, roster than he already has with Miami. Now he's coming back home. His group probably talks him into thinking that it's a great PR move, might as well do it, but now you've got a team there you could probably win on. So sure, sure. he forces management to now not only not only get, welcome him back, they erect the banner, which they've already taken down once, uh, right outside of, well, it was Gundarina, now it's the queue, right? They, they, erect, they take that thing down. Put it back up. Put it back up, and now he forces them to trade Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. Right, which Andrew Wiggins, whatever you know, story's still out on him. Sure, number one pick in the draft. Right, they they trade for Kevin Love. Well, now they have a nucleus of what LeBron James thinks is a nucleus of three people: Kyrie, mm-hmm. Kevin Love, and himself. Sure, two years passes up. The guy doesn't even take the biggest shot in the history of the franchise. Kyrie Irving does. That's the, uh, for sure when they beat Golden State in that game seven. That, that three-pointer is one of the best plays in the finals history. Right. Right? So LeBron James hasn't even taken the biggest shot in the Cleveland Cavaliers history. I just, I'm going to put that on the record. Then the guy has the balls to run Kyrie Irving out of out, town. Out of town. Runs him out. Right? And he goes to Boston, and they kill it. They kill it. So now he runs him out. He also the, – the, the one thing that's not really getting said in the NBA is if you're a white person – you're already going to be judged as less. And, and because you're just, okay, it, sure. it just is what it is. Sure. Kevin Love has never gotten the due he deserves by being at Cleveland. He's always been the GOAT. Or like the, the, and I don't mean the GOAT as in the acronym of greatest of all time. I mean the, like the, the scapegoat, right? Oh, yeah. Anytime the team sucks, it's on Kevin Love and how, what he's not doing right, right? And he's not a bad player. Yeah. I don't think he's that bad. He's awesome. Yeah. I'll take him. All day. Yeah. So that whole thing kind of transpires. So it leads us up to this year, which this is the, my favorite part about LeBron James. This guy gets a chance to play it both ways because guys like Brian Windhorst, who's probably the worst journalist in sports, how can ESPN lay off 200 people but keep that guy? I have no idea. Mm. The only reason he has a job is because LeBron James just force feed, spoon feeds him information about it that's inside his circle. So it's like you got LeBron James who's forcing this, this, this national narrative about his own team. And you know what that narrative is? Shockingly, he's always on the, the great end of it. If his team sucks, he doesn't have enough of a roster. If his team's good, well, it's LeBron James. He's the king. Right. It's such bullshit. How do you get to play it both ways? Well, it's because he's LeBron James. No, he's, but this is the problem with him. This is exactly why he'll never be Jordan. This is it. 
Greatest play, one of the greatest players in the history of the NBA, no doubt. But he's just the worst. Yeah. And this is now, and he quit in a finals when he was with the Heat, and it was against the Mavericks. He quit in that finals. Well, you remember back in the day when you wondered <coughs> what what team Michael Jordan was going to be on next year? No, you didn't. Yeah. Right. Well, there was he a just time fucking figured it out and won rings. The last three championships for the Bulls. Every, they, all, every one of those guys signed year contracts, so there was a little bit of that hovering around him. Yeah, but he wasn't going Including anywhere. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson was on that year-to-year basis, too. Yeah. Jerry Krause kind of ran his toll on those, all those guys, um, which is a whole other why the Bulls are the worst franchise in pro sports conversation. But we won't go there. We'll save that for another day. We'll save podcast. that for another day. <laughs> That's funny. And so, well, actually, I think the White Sox... Yeah, might have them beat for the worst of well, all time. They're owned by the same guy, so a bunch of assholes. Yeah, but so that's what drives me insane about LeBron James. And well, then we got to get to the end because we're not. We haven't even talked about him going to no. L.A. now. So then the guy. This is my favorite part about this guy is that he goes to the finals for the what? This is the eighth consecutive year. He's so won you know he's three. Good. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not... won three. Right. Right. So that means if you can get it there eight times, you should be able to at least win. More than three. It's a superstar-driven league. It comes down to the mental capacity of these guys. Sure. At that point. Sure. You're facing alpha dogs now, right? He just, once he gets into the alpha dog run, he's not, the ring, he's not as powerful as he is against the Raptors in round two. Well, how many, how many times in a row has Golden State been now? Four, Four or five? Yeah. Every year that LeBron's been back in Cleveland, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I think this is four years in a row. Well, that's, that's what's going to be great about next year is it's not Golden State versus uh, Cleveland. Yeah, it'll be probably Boston. I think Boston's going to end up getting Kawhi Leonard. That's awesome. That's, we'll see what I'm happens. I'm speculating though. there. Yeah. But, um, so he gets to there. The J.R. Smith situation of, knowing the, uh, of, of not knowing what the time is at the end of game one throws a total wrench into that series, and from that point forward, LeBron James, for the second time, quits on his own team, quits on his city, and a franchise that has his back, and then he bolts right behind it. Which is hilarious. But now it's because it's the best economical decision LeBron can make. We live in a world right now, this whole fallacy of you need to live in L.A., to get more business and more endorsement deals is a, is a total myth. Yeah. It's a total myth. It doesn't matter. These guys have so much reach that when you have that kind of exposure circle of being that famous, it doesn't matter where you play. No. You could play in, in I don't know, Granger, Indiana, and still sell <laughs> six million jerseys, dude. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. And well, that's the, just the world we live in today. It's so... Even though you're that far away, you're not that far away. If that makes sense. Right. I mean, literally, I can call anybody in L.A. right now. Yeah. I know the biggest, the biggest argument back on that is going to be, well, it's because it's Lakers and it's got the history, and which I don't know how that matters at all. Who gives Honestly, a shit? Honestly, what were the Bulls before Jordan? Right. Right? So, like, what, who cares? Right? What, was, but, what was Cleveland before LeBron? Well, yeah, a bunch of good teams that didn't never do it. Right. You know? But um, – it's just a wild thing, and for him to go to L.A., and I, and I don't know, the, odd, the funny thing to me is, is that he's at a point in his career where he's very similar to where Dwayne Wade was halfway through LeBron being there. Okay. They're not 
while the numbers are still there, because they, like, literally, LeBron James touches the ball 97% of every possession on the Cavaliers. Right. Nobody else is Rarely is a guy getting the ball. Um, so, the, so when you have that kind of domination of the ball, he's going to put up numbers. Mm-hmm. But he's just not the same player he was five years ago. And he's going to start slowing down. Father time is undefeated. Yeah. He's getting to a situation in his career where he is going to start slowing down and he's not going to be able to be the alpha dog anymore on a team that wins. So, so you finally, after this 15th ringer, decided to turn off your phone. Yeah. Good moves. Thanks. Good moves over there. I didn't actually hear it until that last one. Really? Yeah. You were looking over there the entire time. Well, yeah, because I, I saw the phone light up, but I didn't actually hear it. I didn't realize it was on until the last gotcha. one. So if you heard ringers going on and uh, bells and whistles, that was Josh's phone. Yep. Well, it is what Our it is. Our audio guy. It is what it is. <laughs> I, got, I got headphones on. I couldn't hear it. Oh, boy. But, uh... All right. So... So I think my favorite part about that whole story is... <laughs> that whole story... <laughs> is the fact that, like, even just this last year in Cleveland, like... The reason any of those guys were on that team is because LeBron wanted that to happen. Yep. And then now they're just stuck with a whole bunch of people they don't want. Yeah. And he was like, fuck it, I don't care, I'm out. He totally kidnapped that entire team, made him trance over the roster three times. Yeah. And, and still couldn't get it done and still quit on him. Which is hilarious. He wants, all the, he wants all the notoriety and he wants to take none of the responsibility for losing. And now, like, what That's the, the problem hell are they going to do next year? Uh, they're screwed. Yeah. He's made that team worse leaving them than he did when he sh- arrived. So good for them. Have fun, dude, good for, have fun good for LeBron James. Yeah, have fun Cleveland. Yeah. Dude, if I was in Cleveland, I would hate that dude. Yeah, well, I saw them taking down the banner for the second time, which was awesome. And I hope he goes to the West, and I hope he, he doesn't make the playoffs. That's, I don't think he will. It's going to be a tight one. I mean, he's LeBron James, so, I mean, you got to think he's going to at least finish in the top five of the West, mm. but probably more fifth or sixth. The problem is, is every day is just a more consistent style of basketball. He's going to have his, he's going to have his work cut out for I him. I think there's enough teams that are better than the Lakers, even with LeBron. Yeah. You know what's great, though, too, is out of all this NBA craziness, People going, jumping, chip, left and right. There's new teams getting built all, every single day. The Bulls haven't done shit. No. <laughs> they just, they, for some reason, that franchise still refuses to believe in that it's a players-driven league. Thank God we got marketing. Yeah, well, that's a, I guess that's the messiah, right? Kawhi Leonard's on the block. Do you think they even called? No. Do you think they even called San Antonio to say, hey, what would it take to get him here? Yeah. Because if, if I'm the Bulls, here's the entire roster. I'll figure Pick. out got pieces around them. Pick. Yeah. You, have, you, you don't take them all. Yep. Because you need one superstar to recruit a second. Sure. You know? Sure. You, I mean, it's hard, the hardest thing is getting the first superstar. All right. What if, uh, what if, what if Melo comes? Melo's not a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Melo's not even the third best player on his own team. No. He it's, sucks. He's, he's out. That's yeah. I just saw that on... Uh, ESPN not that long ago. Yeah, they dropped him. Um, that's a huge money uh, contract, like, wait on that guy. Um, but he really is, for about the last five to six years, just a shell of what he was. Well, we'll take him for $12 an hour plus tips. Uh, if he wants to intern at Local 2 and 9, <laughs> I am in. 
<laughs> he wants to get his chops a little wet on the uh, on, on the media side of the that, things. That's I mean. hilarious. <laughs> but uh, that's about all I have today. Um, unless you want to you want to add anything? No, I think I think we're sitting good. We're about forty minutes. Cool. So all right. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening. And Josh, can you let everybody know where we they can find us? Heck yeah. Um, we're all across the board. Local two one nine on social media. That's Facebook, uh, Instagram. Local underscore 219 on Twitter, or uh, shoot us emails at josh at local219.tv or alan at local219.tv. Thanks, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for everybody else, hope you had a great fourth, and have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Later. Later.